it has was you know 10 minutes till showtime or whatever and there was a comic that had just canceled and so i was freaking out already and then someone was like hey do you have a lighter and i was like get the fuck out of my face with these dumb requests oh shit that's so funny i gotta say <laughs> it's small enough that it'll pick up so uh, i was yeah, oh. dealing with that stupid request and then saw you and for which it was basically like person on my right asks the question look to the left you were the first person that I saw so I was like hey do you have a lighter and you are a comedian and funny person so you said I don't even think you've said hello to me yet David. oh yeah I do remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah I was like you don't even fucking know my name yeah yeah exactly and so that's where I, you can sit normal you don't oh, have okay. to you don't have to kitty corner yourself okay. like that. We can we can set you up like a big girl. <laughs> is... There we go. Can I smoke during this or no? Okay, cool. This is so fun. Yeah, right. It's like Thank a nice you so much day. for having me, man. Yeah, of course. So yeah, uh, you were giving me shit. And I wasn't giving you shit. I was responding appropriately my, to the situation. Yeah, exactly. You're pulling my leg. Um, I was like, you don't even know my name. Yeah, Why are exactly. You for lighter? Exactly. And then you were like, uh, 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 and you walked <laughs> away, and you came back a little later, and you were like, listen, you you don't know my name either, and I was like, I know your name, and you were like, well, you didn't say hi to me either, and I was like, okay, but you're the host, so you should say hi, because I'm the comic. And to be fair, I was being a little bit bitchy, but I was in the right, so I'm you're standing by totally it. Totally in the right um, there. And then you were like you know what you know what yeah <laughs> and i was like yeah and you were like can i buy you a drink and i was like no i'm good see because in my brain then how i was hearing that you can bring that after you're done with your head just bring it a little closer so okay. in my brain i am stammering realizing that oh my god yes i was just an idiot bad host you know there's a oh look at you with the o's oh that's fun showing showing off on an audio only podcast <laughs> i didn't i didn't do it for you so the drink offer was my just as a like i'm so sorry for walking away and not putting my best foot forward it was not like a let me neg her first and then get her some alcohol that's that's what i learned from the pickup artist on vh1 <laughs> it was a fair thing for me to assume it totally was I, you'd be shocked how many times that has happened yeah i mean it's not the friendliest group of people that are inhabiting this world and we will touch upon that in a little bit but to start Welcome to the podcast, Mary Spadaro. Hello. Yeah, hello. Thanks for taking this one full circle too, because we did. I did tell that story after the you know your past partner was a guest. Because when I was yeah. driving them home, that's when they were like, "Oh, is that the night you hit on Mary?" And I was like, <laughs> "What? What?" And sh- sh- they told me that you know you guys have this like running story or whatever that that's the night that Danny hit on Mary like it died yeah. you know they were like you trying to fuck my fuck my girl I was like no I'm so sorry I was just trying to be nice and I felt awkward <laughs> so thank you for coming to hang and sit and have a meal what are, what are we gonna have what are we eating we're eating mac and cheese yes we are on my request you asked if you should put anything else in it I didn't really know what, what else would you put in it uh okay so f- 
it's hilarious that you say that because this is my mom's recipe. She used to make this for hockey team dinners, and it always had bacon in it. Ooh, okay. And in the she, so she wrote me a little recipe book of all the things I liked growing up before I went to college. Yeah, right. It was very sweet. Uh, And in there is the mac and cheese recipe. Mm -hmm. And on the back of the recipe, though, it says, "If you ever want to make this without bacon, parentheses, I don't know why you would. (laughs) It's a stretch." But and then you know the rest of the recipe. But yeah, I mean, mac and cheese. You can put tons of stuff in it. Were you? Is that not? I've never put stuff in mac and cheese. That's crazy because there was a restaurant in Winooski, Vermont, called Our House that was a specialty mac and cheese place and it was only mac and cheese on the menu with like stuff in it yeah oh. it was you know buffalo chicken mac or lobster mac or like steak and cheese mac and cheese like yeah I, you know what? i have heard of these things i've just never did you never put, put like hot dogs in your mac too when you were young i would eat hot dogs next to my mac and cheese that was me okay yeah, so i was very like and I'm still, I'm pretty bad about like textures <gasps> with food and stuff like that. Like I'm real, I'm real bad about it. Good. Um, it's not good. It's detrimental to my health. A, a, um. a sibling in my family as well. Yeah. Yes. The, the family of, ew, that looks gross and that weird. That looks gross or it's mushy or <laughs> yeah. whatever. But like, I was very like, things can't touch when I was little. Finally. Difficult. I was a difficult child. Finally, someone food. else with the no touching of the foods. <laughs> if, if I was doing chicken nuggets and wanted barbecue sauce and honey mustard, I would either need a separate plate for one of the sauces or it would be sauce on one side, the line of chicken nuggets, Aww. sauce on the other side so they would never touch. Because oh, that's so nice. I don't know about you, if things that were not supposed to be together got together, my brain then explodes and is like, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't happen. Why is that touching? Why is that touching? And I know now that it's OCD. <laughs> That's crazy that you say that because I also have OCD. Um, I think um, I would do. A, I would do like a plate with like sauce. If I was two sauce, it would be like one on one side and one on the other, and then the plate with just the food. So I had like my dries mm. and my wets separate. So you had a specific sauce plate. I did have a sauce plate. I'm realizing this is. I respect it. Yeah. I because this it, is indicative of that was the proper. Oh. I mean, a sauce plate. Did you ever see? See, that's no. See, that's risky to me though because then if what, they run together, is that they what you're might thinking? run together? So don't worry about it because it's like the whole point is the plate is like flat. Where's your wall of chicken? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't want it to get like. I don't want it to drip onto the chicken, though, right? Because mm. what if that? Because then I don't have a choice about what sauce is going on the chicken. That's a good point. And it's just happening to me. Fate has made the choice Where's for the you. Where's the control? <laughs> then I'm lost. So I've the lost plate, the control, and then the that's when the brain fires exactly. all of the OCD neurons. But if, if this plate was empty and it was just a puddle of sauce on one side and a puddle on sauce on the other side, you would not have. They wouldn't mix. It would be fine. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. See, it just, it's too close for comfort for me. I need that, that visual of these will not touch. You know what freaks me out the other day? I went to uh, Jim's Deli and you know when, I mean, Jim's is great. That's not a problem in this story. Um, They load it up with fries. And then when you try to use the same plate for your sauce as your dries, you just ruin some of the fries because they get drenched in the ketchup. Yeah, and the bottom ones don't though. The 
Oh, wait. Do you go over the top with your ketchup? Or do you make a pile? I'm like not a little... really a ketchup person. Okay, that's... that's. But I think that if I did, I would go over the top, not in a little corner. What do you do then for fries? What do you, what do you put on fries? I'll sometimes do mayo or honey mustard. That's... I totally agree with the honey mustard. The I mayo was, is weird, I know. Um, well, I was, that, I was just talking about this yesterday with my roommate because we were trapped at a golf course while it was downpouring and the guy who was running the course that day just was kind of like hey do you guys want to talk and hang out and we were like yeah why not (laughs) that's really cute how old was he uh i'm gonna go with like 50s or 60s that's really sweet do you remember his name i think it was john oh my gosh was it my dad it was my dad (laughs) does your dad run southboro golf course no he does not unfortunately (laughs) We'd be doing a lot better if he did. So, oh. <laughs> it's not a nice course. <laughs> it, it, it's not like a, con- you know, anyway. You've talked so much shit about Jim's Deli and this golf course. <laughs> <laughs> so we were hanging out, though, and somehow f- the topic of fries in the top, you know, what do you put on it came up. And this dude was like, I never understood the people that put mayo on it. And I was like, Brandon, that's my roommate. Yeah. I was like. Come on, like he was out that you know smoking a cigarette. I was like, you got come over here, man. This is this is your conversation. He's like, I love mayo on fries. It's really good. It's it's like a British thing, right? I think British people do it. I He's, think it's like Irish people do it too. Huh. I feel like there's overlap. The overlap. No way. The the, the Irish cultures. put mayo on on everything. So yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so why wouldn't they? That is. Do you put do you put butter on rice? I will put it in when the water like i'll put it in with the not water the to thing. cook the rice not the same thing at all yeah i i have memories growing up though of my mom you know putting the rice bowl on the table for dinner and there being a you like know, a pat of butter a on pat it. of yeah. butter on top of it yeah. yeah is that is that that's probably a white thing right i think so yeah it's gotta be white yeah because i was talking to one of my friends the other day and they were like no, it's never. <laughs> just put it together. It's like, yeah, that's probably. It's probably just Irish. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your background too. I'm assuming. I'm, you... My dad's half Italian and half Irish, so I'm a quarter Italian. Okay. Um, but my dad's parents are like. You're a quarter disgusting then. <laughs> thank you. Um, but my dad's like my dad's mom is from Ireland. His dad is from Italy. So okay. Like, his dad is fully Italian, so it's like still. Who did the cooking growing up? I'm curious if he's full Italian. Was he, oh, he did not a whiz in the kitchen or no? He, no, he he's actually he can do a couple things really well. Okay. I feel like they did not teach men to cook in like hmm. the 60s. Mm, okay. You know, when you put it that way. Yeah. Um, He knows how to make like a really good actually like he, he can make like a good pasta and a good like French toast and like stuff like that. Um, And that's also fr- I mean. A dad that has French toast on lock. That's oh yeah, a, he. That, I can make impo- French toast really well because of that's it. an like important I, dad. Exactly. He he made porridge for me when I asked after we read um, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. He like went out and got all the ingredients to make porridge, and he learned how to make it. And then he put it in front of me, and it looked yucky, so I didn't eat any of it. <laughs> of course, it looked yucky. It it's, looked, it's gruel. It looked yucky. I didn't understand. <laughs> it didn't look like that in the book. Um, and then he, you know, he never like made me like eat stuff, but he was like, come on, man. Like you. Yeah. You and, wanted this. I went out yeah, and I did this we went for out to you. the store for it. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not. Did you try? Did it. you try it? No. He made me sit there for like two minutes. And then he was like, <laughs> okay, I'll make waffles. And then he did. <laughs> He's a really good guy. 
that's definitely a, an upgrade from porridge. <laughs> it was uh, much better. I imagine Goldilocks and the Three Bears would be, be a little different if they had egos in the book as well. <laughs> they also we had the like the frozen ones with like the blue syrup. Did you ever have the blue syrup or like the dippable pancakes? Like the, uh, I remember French toast sticks. I had French toast sticks when I think like Ice Age came out. The movie yeah, they had why? like blue syrup pancakes for a little bit. Interesting. Was it like a blue raspberry? No, syrup? it was just regular syrup, but it was blue, which was huge for me. I was gonna say, what is it about? If you have a regular food but make it a different color, that's gonna kids are gonna eat that up. Yeah. How many tricks variations are there? Just it's all the same cereal. They just Make it different colors. Different colors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, I think that's the key to marketing for children. Bright colors. Yeah, lots of oh, colors. 100%. Different colors. Yeah. Rotating colors. A so, wheel of colors. Spin it. <laughs> spin the child. So, dad, you just said really great guy. Mom as well. How do we... I haven't talked to my mom since I was like... 18 i think um my mom had like a psychotic break type deal when i was like 12 Mm. and then she went to she was also like very physically sick though like she was losing a lot of weight and we didn't know Mm. why um and that went on for like i feel like a couple years she eventually she went to the mayo clinic and she has myasthenia gravis which is like the mayo clinic where they serve fries as well where they serve fries as well thank you for that (laughs) um yeah she went to the mayo clinic and they diagnosed her with myasthenia gravis which is like a wait sorry my myasthenia m-y-a-s-t-h-e-n-i-a-g-r-a-v-i-s it's like a you you're moving on to the next round of this (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much it's like a thyroid type thing Mm, and like immune system um so that's she's dropping weight from that yeah and that was like something to do with like her swallowing and shit was wasn't off but um that didn't really have like that didn't have any like reasoning for why she like turned into such a fucking like monster to be around Um, that's oh man that's that's gotta be tough then if if yeah watching the degeneration of the health yeah, but then she was also like, still being on the other end of like, God, you're so fucking mean. Why yeah, are she was you? being so mean, but she was also like, she was like 5'10 and like 115 pounds. So Ooh. she was like at risk of organ failure and stuff. Man. She went to the Mayo Clinic. Um, she came back. She started to get like physically better and she just like never Men. was nice again. Um, and then my parents were together for like, I think like three years after that, which was not super fun. Um, maybe even more. It was definitely more. So they tried to tough it out. Yeah, it was like maybe five or six more years, and then they and they got a divorce. Um, and then once I turned eighteen, like just said sayonara. Yeah. Good for you. And where are you now? Twenty three. I'm twenty three. Yeah. Twenty three. Well, I you did just graduate too, right? From Emerson recently. Yeah, I graduated uh, last year. Woo! <laughs> that part's fun. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm very glad to be done. But I also like I loved. I, I'm I'm sad that COVID fucked up such oh, a portion yeah. of it that's a good like, point i was like in a sketch troupe and i had my friends who i loved oh yeah and like oh, i was doing stand up and then we then. all had to go home oh, um, and then we never really got to do stuff normally again until the very very end yeah um that sucks but yeah i'm glad to be did you get to walk or anything like was there so yeah there was fully a graduation i did not attend because i was tired the morning of um, that seems like a mary spadaro I- <laughs> action I like I woke up at seven to go and I'm like, I'm going to have to go fucking stand in lines for like 
five hours just so I can walk across the stage. Then I'm gonna have to collect my dad. My dad afterward is gonna be like, "This fucking sucked," and I'm gonna be like, "I know it did. It's just, you know." It's that was a my next question. Event. Was your really incredible dad at this graduation? He came to Boston for the graduation. And then the morning of, I was like, what if we go hang out in Boston Common instead with my comedy friends who were going to come? Okay. Because Angela Sawyer and Josh Pick and um, Danya and uh, Tom Crowley Good also got tickets. Like, I gave them my other tickets for my family members. So it was going to be them and my dad. And then we all hung out and we went to a cemetery and then we went home. It was a good it was a good morning. OK, so I'm glad you hit him up before because I had visions of him sitting in the auditorium. Just like waiting. You know, yeah, we get through the R's, you know, <laughs> we're we're rolling through the S's. And then all of a sudden that Mary Spadaro name gets called and your dad starts clapping so loud and then nothing happens. And he's like, <laughs> I have some questions. Where's my daughter? What's going on here? I'm like still asleep. Yeah. You're just <laughs> like, Dad, I stayed up too late last night. <laughs> Not really doing anything, but I stayed up too late. And so. So it seems too like, especially with the mom stuff, you and your dad must just be buddies. Yeah, we're really good pals. And then I have a brother too. And we're all, we're all very close. Okay. So yeah. the was there a moment too, or did it just sort of. Were you guys always the three of you closer, even when there yeah. was the four of you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's always been like that. And my mom also, like, even before she was, like, crazy, she was, like, difficult. Yeah. And, you know, there were, I have some critiques. Like, <laughs> like she's like. Mother, excuse me. If we could do things <laughs> differently, I have yeah. some options. <laughs> I have some notes. Um, <laughs> my mom, she she was like, she definitely had like eating disorders and stuff. So she was sure. just like very projecty with that. So like when I was like seven, she had me start like running on the treadmill every day and like, or not every day. It's not fair. It was like three days a week was her rule. That's still, um, that's crazy yeah. though. Because like, you, is it seven, you should just go outside, go yeah. run it, you know. I also like, I did go- sports and shit. Like I was in CrossFit when I was like 10. So I'd do CrossFit and then i go to gymnastics afterwards. Oh my God. And I was, like, so she's, so, I was, oh like, my God. And she was just really not, like, you know, I like looked like a, like a kid like going through puberty. So like, I just like didn't like that. So from then I was like seven, she was like very on top of me with that stuff. Seven. Um, yeah. So how does that affect you now as your relationship with food? Like, do Oh, you still I've got have... like crazy eating. I've had eating disorders like forever. And I think probably I will have them like to some extent forever. It's just kind of like a little bit too far gone. Um, and I've done like the therapy and everything. And it's just like my brain is like really hardwired to think in certain ways. And maybe if I like had the time to do like two hours of therapy, like three days a week. Yeah. I could. And like the money, you know. Um, great point there yeah um but like i can't do that um what is your tactic then for beating the spiral honestly mushrooms have helped a lot Mm, um and there's like there's actually like scientific research that shows that like we're talking about this i know we're talking about psilocybin mushrooms but my second grade teacher that is one of my biggest fans is she really what's her name mrs owell mrs owell (laughs) she's the best mrs owell i i hi um (laughs) (laughs) this is a well hi Hi. you heard mary take a bong rip we're talking about psilocybin mushrooms right now why not sorry she's Um, heard honestly from the pod she's heard worse okay i'm definitely not the craziest person we've had on here Um, no 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 but yeah i completely agree psilocybin has 
so many medical it has so many uses and like yeah, you're not crazy at all for that yeah um and like it has like certain like neurotransmitters mm-hmm. that fire during it are specifically related to like eating disorder ones i don't know oh really what science is exact it's like a little over my head but that's the <laughs> gist of it um and it's just nice it's nice it's like very i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like you know when you're tripping and you're like whoa my face is just a face yeah do you know what i mean like my nose doesn't look bad or good it's a no it's, it's like that no, kind it, of thing you, but it for just your all whole, breaks down into to, like you're so simplified that exactly. you're like this doesn't actually matter right um because we are just matter yeah and certainly like after a while like it it wears off a little bit and yeah. it's still like you gotta a you gotta challenge. you gotta re-up <laughs> yeah um it's not it's not like a solution solution but i do that and then i like i started running and that helps a lot like because i stopped running because i didn't want to after i like had was like forced to do it for so long that's Um, what i was curious about is that you so you have positive feelings towards running now though yeah but i didn't until like literally this year like i just honestly like truly after after my i had a breakup like two months ago this is our this is our first dinner at your place breakup this is we're not going to say we're talking about your feelings for this one of course because you are the guest but if you are a smart listener you can put two and two together for the past guest who said that they were dating mary spadaro that's fair (laughs) um and that's been like really really difficult and running has been one of the only things that like can help me to like stop thinking about stuff for a minute like i just like need a break like and i can't think about anything when i'm like i can't breathe this is terrible and i feel like shit but i'm doing it you just need to focus on that next breath to get into your lungs instead of like oh i wonder what they're up to i wonder what they're up to i wonder what i could have done different you know like all the things should i I text them you you can't you're running yeah you can't i'm I'm like i'm literally trying to (laughs) breathe right now yeah um so that's been really helpful and then it just it like actually does make you feel better afterwards too oh, actually, which i yeah. know is also like science and stuff but yeah. it, it never like seems like it really would yeah. do that but it does and like you wake up the next day and like you feel better and it's helped with stand-up too i definitely feel like like during like a shit set i'm like okay i can like bear down and get through this even though i want to die because you've been breathless before at your absolute physical limit and you go to that and you think oh this is fine what yeah. am, what am i gonna and I'm be like, up I'm just standing in a room and i'm uncomfortable right yeah, now exactly. like i can do this yeah um so that's that's been good and then otherwise it's just like a complete crapshoot like sometimes i feel great about the way that i look and sometimes uh it's <laughs> yeah. terrible and all the time i should be eating more fruits and vegetables but then we've got the oh, texture stuff that's so oh, it's, it's so, a lot yeah. i'm doing my best though i'm trying to eat more fruits and vegetables let's break some all right let's do some stuff here so i want to start the running thing is is curious because if it was forced upon you and you found it again i feel like a lot of people had something as a child that whether it be a sport whether it was like piano yeah you know you don't know anything when you're a kid obviously in your situation your mom's like get on the treadmill that's i feel like a little different than a parent or whatever being like hey we're gonna put you in piano lessons yeah you know you need hobbies like stuff to do again like useful skills that's a little unhealthy what your mom was doing (laughs) but and then of course at some point when you become your own person you're like oh i don't think i actually like that you know whatever and then 
another switch happens and you realize, oh, I like that for me. Yeah, I like so it when, when I'm did doing that, it. Exactly. So when did that happen for you? How did that happen for you? Literally because I was like so sad all the time after the mm. breakup and I just needed something. Oh, so the running's kind of new me. then. It's very new. Oh. Yeah. I've been trying to make my, like I know running is good for you and I know I feel yeah. good after I do it. So like for the last like couple years, mm. I'll I'll like get into running for like two weeks or sure. something and then I'll stop. Um, what is that? A hype obsessive hobby jump? What, it, the ADHD stuff. It's not like ADHD. It's like I would like to be good at running now, like really right. good at it. And yeah. then I would do it all the time is what my thinking is. But that also is like very fun. But also running logic. is really hard. <laughs> I Yeah, but I'm like good at it to a certain extent. Like not like really good, but like I I can run. Like I did like two miles in like 16 minutes last week. And That's it wasn't sick. hard. Like it was pretty. That's awesome. It wasn't I easy. don't but, like, think I can do an eight minute mile right now. I get all of my cardio from boxing is the greatest cardio I've ever had. So that's yeah, that was why really fun. it was great. And you got to wake across. So that's Thank why you. also where I'm like, Oh, you run just box. It's, it's yeah, that was way more thing. fun. Yeah. <laughs> you get to hit stuff. Yeah. I feel like that would also be, yeah. Yeah. That would definitely, I had a buddy who was, is still very sad about his breakup. Uh, and he got back into boxing because of the breakup. Sick. Isn't that such a, it's a, an interesting human reaction that when you do have heartbreak, your brain is like, we need to pick up a new hobby. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just, just, like, I need something. It's it, also, it's been, I've been doing like way more. Well, because like when you have a, a girlfriend, like you want to hang out with your girlfriend yeah. and not just go. I mean, like it was very, it was easier because like we could go to open mics and stuff together. Yeah. But an open mic is still not like your favorite place to be it's not a great you date. know not a good even date if night even if it's a great open mic like sometimes yeah. you want to go home and like and hang just out. cuddle and watch a movie yeah, order yeah, chinese yeah. food um exactly uh but like now i'm like open mic monday yeah open mic tuesday sure wednesday what am i doing why wouldn't i go why wouldn't i go um <laughs> have i done no i don't stand up like every night of the week for the last like three years yeah i don't care i don't give a shit i don't sleep <laughs> i have to get up at seven tomorrow morning who cares who cares i'll midway tonight um, oh, dude, you're gonna be there till two a.m. I might midway tonight. Honestly, I I usually do pretty you're, okay. You're in Kings though. You're on a Kings. I'm on a Kings, but then after that, I can go to Midway. Oh my god! Or I can Take go home. a breath. I I, pass, I like need to do laundry, so I think I might yeah, just go home. Go do get some clean clothes for the week, pal. Yeah. You have a spot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I still might go. The 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 birds will be at bay for a little bit. Ta- tell me, Clarice. Unless have I don't the lamb do a good job. Stop screaming. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know how the audience is gonna feel about me at Kings, and that's. I love that room because of the <clears throat> the uncertainty of it. Yeah, just you get tourists. You don't you don't get mayo with French fry people. Oh, actually, you they are European. Oh, that's funny. They, they are European. They are European. So you do you do get mayo with French fry people, but not our kind of mayo with French fry people. <laughs> can I do this? Of course you can. can. Right? Okay. I yeah, ask. Chris. Po- no, that's fine. Chris Post at one point during his podcast we were talking about his dad and he was like can i smoke a cigarette right now please i feel like i need that i was like yeah dude whatever go for it he ended up getting too distracted and forgot but i was like yeah this is this is the room of truth that's that's the chair of truth hell yeah i love that man he's so cool post yeah Yeah, he's he's awesome that was a really good one he uh very friendly fellow especially you know 
someone who presents i'm all right uh visually you know yeah, when you're so scared when you're a new comic you're like oh my god he's so scary yeah, I like i don't want to talk to him and then he comes up to you and he's like how are you what's your name what's going on and <laughs> and you're like oh god i don't yeah i was very afraid of him yeah. for a little bit and then you talk um, to him twice it's the same thing with ryan shea you talk to them twice oh my god like, ryan shea i thought was so scary yep. and he's just like a guy he's the best everyone's really just a guy except for the ones that are scary um except for the ones that say things while you're at mics into yeah. microphones with guitar yeah see that's like what sucks is what the, this breakup what was that how long ago was it what t- it's September 10th, right? Yeah. It'll be two months tomorrow. Two months tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be two months tomorrow. Okay, so this is not... But we were we were together for like almost two years. Oh, so. no, I was... That's two months... That's... I wasn't like, what? Two months? Get over <laughs> this broad now. I was just going to say, like, it hasn't been an easy two months for you then, pal. No, it's not been great. To... It's all right. I, I went to California uh, last week. Okay. Like I went to Yosemite. Um, That's with, lovely. Yeah, with all my college friends. Oh, okay. So you got a, like a um, nice little reset out there. Yeah. Some mushrooms. Was, yeah, and the nice. stars were like insane, I bet, yeah. and I felt a lot better after that. And so that's been good. Um, but yeah, it's been a weird. Do you wanna? As when we were talking, you were saying there are two things that really upset me when discussing this incident that happened at the model. Well, a lot of things upset me about this but two specifically one of them was it sucks when i just wanted to calmly explain to this person my side of the story and they just kept screaming at me so that's why i was like okay you come over you say whatever the fuck you want you (laughs) pitch it however you want i'm not gonna say shit and the other one which we'll get into which is why we were boxing a little bit I told you before because, like I said, it just upset me. You were saying it was a situation that made you realize how physically vulnerable you are. Yeah. And we're not on camera. This is audio only. You, again, 5'1". I thought you were 5'2". And that's when I was going off in the messages to you about this incident i was like she's five two why are you threatening and you were like i'm five one i was like even more of a reason you're like you're like five two and what a hundred pounds and i was literally like oh my god danny thinks i'm a hundred pounds that makes this whole thing worth it for me like that was amazing for me um that was huge i've told like four people i was like he thought i was a hundred pounds the point of it i'm like small i'm a small person you're a small person and he is a large person yeah so mary what the fuck happened last wednesday at the open mic model i mean okay so basically i i did a joke and um it's a good joke you can I, do the joke. You can you do whatever. You, okay. you can explain it. You can okay. do it. It's right. however you want to. Okay. Okay. Um, so I did this joke. The joke is that uh, having having sex with men can be really scary because the other night, like, I, I, was, I was hooking up with this guy and he was, like, choking me a little bit, which was cool. Like, we had agreed, you know, like, it was fine. But eventually I tap out and he stopped. Yeah, I do a, I do a one-two and he stops, which is good. But he looks down at me and he's like, you know, I could kill you if I wanted to. And I'm like, yeah, or we could have a nice time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, why do we live in such extremes? You know, you could kill me or we can watch another episode of Entourage. I'm really starting to like it. Um, it's not written for me, but like, that's crazy. It's a fine show. If um, you had given me 20 guesses to what he said, <laughs> no, well, that honestly, at that point, I might have gotten. I'm more surprised that you're really into Entourage right now. No, I'm not really into Entourage. He really likes Entourage. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, that's... I'm fine to watch another episode of Entourage. It's not written for me. That's okay. But like, it's fine. Yeah. You know. Um. It's okay. I thought you were. I thought you were saying like we could have a good time. I'm suggest like let's watch Entourage. I'm really into it right oh, now. Oh no, no, no! I was gonna it's be like, yeah, you could kill me, or we can watch Entourage. You yeah, know, totally. I was because <laughs> I was gonna be like, Mary, you like Entourage? No, I really. <laughs> you would just rather that than get choked to, to death. death. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good. You know, whatever. I'm I'm easy like that. Uh, <laughs> so it's it was it's it was fine. Um, and and hey, Mrs. O.L. Some chicks right now, they're into that, all right? Yeah, I can be... Oh, my God. Okay, I'll tell you that later. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, so, I did that joke, and... And, for the record, everyone understood in the audience that I was saying that he liked Entourage. Danny didn't understand. <laughs> That's my... Yeah. But everyone else did so it went great it's Landed a good joke cool. a i good mean joke. i was still laughing when you're like oh, we just have a nice time like that's thank it, you. and i saw the clip too. it's a funny joke thank you um so i do that i do like some more jokes i get off stage uh he goes up like a couple after me and um he's like he has a his for his stuff he like he like sings and real like, quick we're not gonna say this guy's name because he's a he's it, he doesn't deserve to I be also, like i don't want to be like I'm not being a bitch, but like, I don't want to be a bitch, but like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything wrong, um, You're, no, but I you, feel an intense guilt for, right. It's just, like, it's a guy who is just, you shouldn't feel intense guilt. This is a great, it, it's just a guy who's been, he was once a Boston quote unquote legend and now he's just kind of kicking around and all of the way people talk about him is like, man, back in the day. And it's like, okay, but what about today? <laughs> So what about last Wednesday. Exactly. Um, With that said, continue. So he went up and he's doing his thing. And I'm like in sort of the front row. And it is, it is we are at like number 22 or 23 on the open. Like we are nearing the end here. And so I'm just like kind of relaxing. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm done my set. So I'm like feeling a lot less, you know, nervous. And I like have my arm like propped up on the table and like my chin in the palm of my hand. And I'm watching him. And he's doing his yelling and singing and um he like yells to take my chin out of my hand and i was confused because i'm i was like is this part of his song like i was like what <laughs> I, you know i was listening i was like being a good active yeah. listener um and i like didn't do anything and i like looked yeah, around because i'm like this is cause i was literally just like i wasn't even it's the end of a long i work <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right now yeah. lis listening to you yeah, and there's like, nothing aggressive about this you're literally just yeah i'm it, just it, listening it proves you're intently listening yeah, and um also not that i should have to explain myself but like i Fair. work nine hours and then i went to the open mic and now it's like 9 30 and i'm tired <laughs> i went through a breakup two months ago i'm going through a breakup two months ago I gotta run my mom after this. was crazy when i was little um <laughs> <laughs> and i have eating disorders and i was gay um no i'm still i'm still pretty gay i uh um anyway so he says that to me and i just 
don't really respond. And then he yells it again. And then, like, it registers what he's yelling. And, you know, obviously, like, I'm like, I'm like, I have a decision to make here (laughs) because, you know, I don't really think that I'm doing anything and I don't know why I should have to stop what you're doing what I'm just doing for the sake this of... man is screaming at me like I don't know him and I'm not doing anything wrong um and then he yelled it again and I was just like no and then he said uh he should have choked you to death during sex you deserved it but he like screamed it into a microphone while playing guitar <laughs> and it was just really weird because like a lot of, you know, most of them went like, oh, and then some people laughed, which and like some people like who like I know and like who I'm friends with laughed, mm-hmm. which was not great. Um, and I like I also I, I'd done a joke prior to the one about being choked. I had a joke about PTSD um, and it's a it's a trauma informed joke. <laughs> And where I talk about grounding in the middle. Um, and I like, literally, like I like started like, I like felt my stomach drop and I immediately like was like fighting back tears like in like half a second. Like it was crazy how quickly I was like so scared and like ready to cry. Um, and I'm trying to just like not react because if I get up and leave, then he's going to yell more stuff at me or he's, he wins. He in wins. His, in his you know, whatever brain. it is. It's like I need to just like stay. Yeah. So I'm trying not to cry and I'm like shaking. You're just sitting in it. Yeah. And I'm like shaking a little bit now. Um, It's okay. You're you're safe. I know. It's okay. Thanks, Danny. I know. (laughs) You just taught me how to punch. I I can handle it. No problem. Um, So I'm like shaking. I wait until he's done and then I I go outside and um, I'm like, I'm like being weird. Like I'm like all my friends are like a lot of my friends are outside and they're smoking and I'm like not like yeah. talking to them I just like went over to like the corner and some girl comes out who um I'd never like met before and she came over and she was like hey are you okay and I started like nice. bawling and I was like no like that was weird right? right and she was like that wasn't okay and I was like I didn't think that was okay and it's it's, not. it's so crazy how it's always has to just be like a stranger um I can't tell you how many times stuff like that has happened where just like a random girl on the street has been more helpful to me than my actual male friends, um, but um, her, she her name was Ellen and she's great and I I think that that was really really nice for her. But so yeah, so it she came was. out. She shout out shout out Ellen. Ellen, yeah, I think it's L N like the initials. But oh, anyway, spicy. Okay, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I like that. Then I I you know the person who who runs the open mic is a good buddy of mine, um, and I was like bro this is what just happened um and like i feel like you know something should be should be done done. so at the end of the mic he goes over the guy to tell him like you know you can't you know yell at the girl in the front row that she should be uh murdered during sex um you can't do that and yeah and then i was gonna come in and talk to him myself as well and i was a little bit I was initially when it first happened, I was like very fired up and I was like, I'm gonna be such a fucking cunt to this dude. <laughs> and then like as soon as like I, I'd had like literally like two minutes, I was like, I'm just gonna explain to him like 
in a very simple way. Like I'm a nanny, um, <laughs> and I'm like I'm gonna tell him the way I would tell like a two year old. I'm gonna tell this. I have to break it down for this 47 year old yeah. man how uh, I would a toddler. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell him just I wanted to be like listen. When you saw my joke about PTSD, that in and of itself, first of all, you shouldn't be like yelling these things at women. That's like a very baseline full, thing. Full, full stop. Because <laughs> women don't get to know when you're joking or not. Um, you can know that you're joking. I have no idea when you're joking. I never get to be sure that you're joking. Um, like it's, it's, I'm always on guard. Um, and I don't, so it's like even worse when like they like say these things to you and then you're supposed to just like assume that they were kidding because it's like no you're literally telling me you're going to do this or that you wish physical harm to befall me and like men who pretend that they don't want that want that so why shouldn't i believe you you know um but anyway so i was just gonna be like listen i just did a joke about ptsd that you then said that i should be murdered during sex that's not a very nice thing to say to someone to yell it at me you know you're a physically imposing man um i'm a pretty small person you know it just i as the audience member in that situation i'm not having fun and that's the point of the comedy show is for us to all have fun and just because i make a joke doesn't mean that you can scream at me about it was just that was really the majority of what I was gonna say, and I'm sure I have some other good points about it too. But it seems really like simple, um, and like like a stupid thing to have to explain. But I was just it does. Gonna, I chuckled when you were breaking it down in that sentence, which I apologize for. But just hearing you so calmly and maturely say that's not an okay thing to say in response to his sentence like yeah obviously that's not a fucking okay thing yeah. to say like how is this <laughs> yeah like that's not okay to say to me and it's, it's, it's not like the toddler called you a butthead jerk yeah. face you know or like swore at you this like, is, this, is really... like this is like a real thing again 47 yeah. that wasn't me like taking a dick he's literally a 47 oh, year old that. man um but so that was that's really mostly all that i was gonna say i was also gonna be like like i don't i don't know like why be mean to me when i'm listening to your set like i wasn't doing doing anything but i could have left my set was done like this is like three or four people after me it's the end of the night and like i'm friends with almost everybody who goes to that open mic no one is gonna hold it against me if i go home like four people early like i totally could have left but i was sitting and watching him and it's like i don't think that i should be attacked for sitting and watching you and um you know just why do that also like you're why like you need to examine like why you have this urge to scream at young women like that's a weird thing to want to do that's all i was gonna say um but i did not get to say like any of that um because i went up to and i was like hey man and he went hey and then he like got like really close to me and like leaned over me and like sort of like moved me out of the way like with his body sort of and then started to leave um and then uh i was like i just want to talk to you for a second and he just kept walking away um and then and the host was like hey come on man like trying to get him to stop and i was like don't worry about it it's fine he's a coward 
And then he stopped. He turned around. He's like, the fuck did you just call me? And I, I, you know, like, I'm scared at this point. Not on purpose. Like, you know, that sounds dumb. Not on purpose. But, like, I'm, I'm like, shaking a little bit. But I was like, I called you a coward because you screamed something at me. And now I'm trying to talk to you about it. And you're running away. And he comes back over. And he gets, like, so fucking in my face. Like, it's crazy. Um, he's like, I'm a coward. I'm a coward. You shouldn't be fucking doing comedy. If you can't take a fucking joke, you said the joke. You're the one who said the joke. Um, it's funny. And I was like, you're not funny enough to make that joke. My joke was funny. Your joke was just yelling at a me. A threat. And also, like, I don't even want to... I feel bad that I, like, stooped that... I don't need to be like, you're not funny and I am. Because that's not the point. The point is but that, But also, like, he's not funny. I, like, I don't... I, I haven't seen enough of his shit. Like, I only experienced the one thing and then I kind of couldn't pay attention to the rest of his set because I was freaking well, out Yeah, internally. why would you pay attention after um, you just got threatened like that? <laughs> you know, I was having, like, a bit of a panic attack. Um, so, yeah. So now I've standing, said that. Yeah. So, so, like, I've lost the fight at this point because I shouldn't have stooped to that point. But also, whatever. Anyway, so I'm just like, that wasn't funny. And, like just because I tell a joke doesn't mean that you can tell a joke. And he was like, no, it's a joke. You should be able to take a joke. It's funny. And I was like, I think it's weird that you think the part of the joke that was funny was like the rapey stuff. And he was like, no, it's not that. It's the choking. And I'm like, no, it's really not that either. Actually, it's, it's the entourage. It's that I'm like, what if we just hung out instead? Because that's a crazy thing to say to a girl. Because why would you ever say that to a girl? That's why it's funny. But I couldn't like really get that part of it out. Because at this point, like I'm crying and shaking. And he saw that he like looked down, saw my hand shaking and he started laughing at me. And I was like, it's weird that you're enjoying making me scared like this. Um, And then he he kept trying to get he was like you want to take this outside to the host and he kept trying he also kept trying to get the host to like back up away from us and i'm like he's standing close to me because you're standing close to me and he doesn't want me to be scared you're the one who's made it these like close quarters situation um so anyway it's just kind of devolving man he the shit the laughing at your hands like it was just crazy you know and like once that happened i was like i I need to just like try and get away from be done with this. Um, and then the bartender came back um, and got him to leave. Um, and then I just like stood there for a minute and I was like crying. And it's right. also like I'm fucking it's embarrassed. I don't want to cry in front of Dude. like I can't tell you how long I have like worked so hard to be not the public crier no not the, not not the, but like oh. instant I'll, I'll cry in public for most things i don't give a shit um as like as like femmes in stand-up like we have to work really fucking hard to gain respect yeah. in a way that the dudes really do not like yeah. when someone recommends me to a show like for a show like I have to also send a tape like every time I think a lot of the times like dudes will be like can you throw my buddy on this show he's really funny and that's enough Um, I've worked really hard to be thought of as funny I've worked really hard to be like respected for what I I do and also like I I I, I like to think that I'm a cool enough guy (laughs) and I'm like a good hang and my friends are all there and I'm like crying in front of all these guys and like I feel like it made me feel like I was just like some girl because like that's why I was because I was like being threatened and I couldn't handle it myself. Um, so then I did some crying. Um, and then uh, a comic, uh, 
Angela, Angela, uh, like, so I, you know, how, like, yeah, how Angela hung out with me for a minute. That was better. Another, another art, our tomato shaped child favorite. That's what she called herself. She's like, I was a tomato shaped child. I love her so much. She was a month and a half ago. She's I, one of the best. I love her. I look up to Angela and she's just like one of, it's I think one, one of the most to. incredible people. Um, Absolutely. so yeah, That's she just, was really kind and that helped. And then I went home and then I worked the next day. So like I kind of just didn't have a moment to think about it. Um, and then I had a show that night. I had two that night and the first one sucked and the second one was good. And then I got home from the second show and I was like, whoa, that's crazy that that happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah, finally you um, get you get a, a second to be like, what the what fuck What the fuck was happened? that? That was crazy. Um, so yeah. And I'm assuming no, but he, he did not reach out to you, right? The guy who... No, okay. no. Did the host of the mic... I saw, like, you sent me a little screenshot of you guys texting. Did he express? Oh, my God. He was very sorry that that, like, I mean, Tyler is one of my yeah, well, best friends. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, Tyler, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Tyler's the yeah, Tyler's Everyone great. knows Tyler. I, I'm, Tyler's I'm going of, off of what names you want to yeah, say right so now. Tyler, Tyler's one of Tyler's my best awesome. friends, yeah. and I love him dearly. And I fully, I have hosted open mic. This is also, like, this is not my first time that something has happened to me at an open mic. It's the first time I've ever not been the host, and it's happened like this. Yeah. So it's the first time where I kind of felt like someone should have done something because I really was just like an audience member at that point. When you that's the second time you said you were an audience member and and I'm glad you went back to it because that part never like in the craziness of this story yes it was a mic yes you had just gone up but also we play the role as audience members yeah. at mics and you kind of have to have the facade in your brain of like this is a quote unquote audience so if yeah. he's practicing so to speak just yelling at the art like he's getting comfortable with that and then yeah. if he actually does a real show and sees someone with their you know hand in their chin he's gonna yell at a paying audience member yeah to like, like take their fucking head you know yeah, why my shirley so temple costs four dollars so <laughs> I also paid to be there. Goddamn um, right, especially support, after that. Support your open mics. Support, especially after drinks, that, all of food, the discourse. Pay your bartenders. Tip your bartenders. Okay. Um, support. That's your, the main takeaway from this episode. Is that what you call these? Are there in episodes? Right, of podcasts. Yeah, they're episodes. Okay, cool. It's an episodic. Um, I went to Emerson. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So he obviously, you know, obviously, like. People know we've I've talked to people about not in like a gossipy way, but just like, you know, I've talked to some of my comedy friends about it. Um, also, I don't know that it's got I, I think that there's like some very deep rooted, like internalized misogyny in the way that I talk about these kinds of things that happened mm. to me because it just feels like it must have been my fault or something because mm. it's so ridiculous that it happened. You know what I mean? Um, if it happened to a different woman, then I would be like. You know, that's crazy you, it's it's always easier to empathize for somebody exactly else, i would say and, uh, i was gonna say, that's a great way of putting it. i was gonna say look outward and you know give empathy there instead of looking inward and realizing that oh my god wait no that was not how i yeah. should be treated you know but like that is something that shouldn't have happened to me um, mary that is 100 percent something that should not have happened to you and the way that you know who you said was laughing when that person yeah that really surprised me um yeah and then to hear a 
longtime person in the scene that a lot of people like when told about this story amongst the open mic hosts they said oh he's an old friend of mine it's a shame to hear that he's been misbehaving yeah you know that's that's that really i like don't want to talk shit about like my like he's my friend that's the heart he's like my good friend um but that's but i understand that's the whole point i don't know it's very it's very weird to me the way because i feel like so often there are like there are like alliances sort of there are like clicks and stuff oh, in absolutely. the boston comedy scene and i think that i do like i i'm really friendly with with pretty much everybody yeah um but like you know sometimes there are some people who like if they run a show it's like you know they don't want to have a certain person on mm-hmm. the show and you like respect that because you're like oh okay like whatever you're your beef is with them like sure. everyone has like yeah. one person i guess that they have a thing with sure but like this was like a really serious thing absolutely um you felt scared you felt threatened and and i wasn't saying he, that yeah he would have hit me like it was yeah. not it was not like he was just doing it for fun like he would have hit me if he could have done it um and so it was just weird to not immediately feel like like so much like an outpouring of support as opposed to like like oh that's a bummer you know yeah um but like and when i brought that person up i wasn't you know i wasn't not gonna say their name because they are very well liked um and i didn't say it as a talking shit thing i just mean it as to hear that from someone who in the past you might have looked up to maybe or yeah i like well, i thought like, fondly of for the you know yeah he's still like he's still my friend and yeah. i i do like and that's genuinely tough. care about him and that's um, tough though for you then though to be in this yeah. situation where you're like i like you but also how are you not here for me right now yeah but it's also it's something that's like i'm very well practiced at at this point because be i know practiced. i know but danny like there are things that you know, it's in in theory, it would be so nice to be like, I'm going to fight so hard every day against misogyny and and really I'm going to make it so that like, you know, I am I am where it stops, you know, yeah. but there are things that happen and like dudes stay friends with guys who are weird to you, you know, dudes stay friends with guys who are worse than weird to you. Um <sighs> you have to decide if you want to stay friends with them afterwards and that's its own thing that causes its own uh, emotional turmoil but um i'm i'm definitely not going to not be friends with him over it anymore it's just something that i now know um mm. and it's like information that i should have yeah you just have it um, on the back like we're still friends but i just know this now yeah, yeah. um so yeah but it was a bummer um so how are you feeling was it four days now sunday when it happened wednesday okay. thursday friday saturday yeah four days four days post incident yeah i mean thursday you decompressed I, it all what's you know i mean i'm always honestly i'm always teetered on the edge um on thursday i like i said i had that show and then after the show i like went to i'm always about to lose it danny i am i really am um but not in a concerning way just in like a i'm doing sure i'm doing the best that i can um and yeah. i'm exhausted all the time uh yeah. but like that's what i need to be 
doing right now. So, you know, that's what it is. Um, but anyway, so I went to the, I had a show at Cantab. And then after that, we went to 7.30, like me and a bunch of yeah. other comics. And I just, it was football night. Yeah. I don't know that, I think there's more football nights, but it was a football <laughs> night. Um, and there were just like a lot of dudes and they were yelling and stuff. And I was like, this, this was like when I like first like got to be like, oh, something like happened to me yesterday. Um, and I was just like, I'm out. I can't, I can't do this. I went and sat outside and smoked weed uh, with, yeah. with some friends. All the dudes, um, yeah, it just kind of like snapped you back to that moment. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, it's just too many men and too much yelling and I have no interest in it at all <laughs> right now. Um, and then Friday, Friday I didn't do shit. Friday I, oh, I worked, but then I went home. Deserve, I deserve though, but yeah, recharge. I, I think definitely Friday I, I was a little bit yeah. just like, sad and like hollow um also the adrenaline dump probably was exhausting yeah i don't know I about you really weird i felt very big, strange after i cry or like have a like a big you know one of yeah. those shaky moments with someone where you're you're they're like aggressive towards you and you're like no but just you know and you're like yeah you know, i just big big nap guy yeah. like after was, a cry i need to sleep <laughs> i was very tired yeah um i was also like it was a like i've been I, you know i've been like diagnosed with like ptsd yeah. and stuff and i've yeah. i've done like the the like erm therapy and stuff mm -hmm. like that like all the shit um so i was having like a proper like ptsd like induced like panic attack like a i was i was like you know, and it's like stuff that like I can, I like know that I'm doing it, but like I can't even like stop it. Like I was like like scratching at my neck and shit, and I was like I could not breathe. Like more, more trying to get air. Yeah, in there. it was just yeah. I was just really fucking flipping out. Um, do you have an inhaler? I do have an inhaler. Oh, okay, I was gonna um, say I have two. If you'd like, one. oh my god. <laughs> okay, why do you have so many inhalers? Um, ones from last season, ones from this season, and similarly, okay. so your fast fashion inhalers. <laughs> <laughs> no i i will need it for like three days in the spring okay i get that sometime you know like i would just rather it was when i was actually trying to be off lexapro and then Ooh, lexapro it was, huh yeah it was allergy season too so i was going back through panic attacks and then was like why can't i can't why can't I catch my breath? Like, What's going oh, on? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I went back to my primary care and she was like, we need to get you back on Lexapro. I'm going to give you an inhaler. And I rarely need it. It's literally just that one day during the spring where if like pollen or whatever is crazy high, I will take one puff and be like, I can breathe again. It's magic. So I always keep like, once that season rolls around again, I'll go to the doctor and they ask, hey, do you use this inhaler? Do you want us, you know, to re-up this prescription? Oh, so you're just stockpiling inhalers, man. That's exactly it. That's I, evil. Uh, it, Depriving other people of their medicine. Oh, God, when you put it that way. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I don't think that there's a, like a shortage of inhalers, so I think you're probably Oh, fine. no, when you put it that way. We'll look I it should, up after. Maybe I should be. More honest. Uh, no, I was going to say, because I tell them, I say. I don't really need it, but there's always one or two days in the spring when allergies are crazy that I would rather have it than not have it. 
and they say, okay, cool. Well, then, then it's fine. Yeah, no, they're you not like, they're not like, we need these for the kids in Africa. <laughs> but I, so that's why I ask when you, you know, I know that feeling of yeah. like, I'm trying to just rip this open just to get some aspect yeah. of air in there. I also like, I went to Catholic school when I was little and we had like polo shirts that would like button up and I, um, when I started that school, that's when my mom started to like, it was like a couple years that it like took her to like fully like go bonkers. Sure. Um, but like she, things were difficult at home. I was a nervous kid to begin with. I've been like very like OCD and stuff since yeah. I was like five. Like I'm just like built The like sauces, this, you know? the sauces were a, a hint, I think. Yeah, the, I would say the sauces point, were yeah. a hint. There's that. I, I started like thinking that like, um, like my dad was gonna die if I didn't go check on his breathing in the night from like a very young age. Like I'm, you know, I'm yeah. I'm like old school. Um, but so I I would go like this with the co- I'm like mm. I would like grab the collar with my hand and just like sort of like circle back and forth yeah. oh. kind of thing. Um, and I I noticed that I started like doing it uh, like two years later because I was a gymnastics and I was wearing a leotard and I went to do it because I was nervous and I was like oh I can't do it without a collar um, that's so weird but I still do it now and like I had like a necklace on so I was like scratching and shit wow, so it's just like um, a, a tick like it's just an involuntary reaction but I'm all I mean like I also have like Tourette's so oh that's right yeah um, yeah which is just taking kind of a <laughs> a backseat to this conversation but um so I'm, I'm all I'm all about the involuntary ticks and stuff. But it was just, yeah, it was physically very exhausting. And then Saturday was yesterday. We went to the Renaissance Fair, my roommates oh, and I. Yeah, I mean, that's fun. That so was you fun. So you know, another like get a, get your mind away from, from all that stuff. Yeah, it was fun. And I saw horses and I threw knives, which made me feel very cool. And I was very good at archery. Nice. Um, so that was sick. And yeah, and I had a show that was good. And now today we've hung out and that was really and fun. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, I really so enjoyed the boxing. That was, that was really cool. You, hey, and this is really fun. I like chatting. We've never had a conversation this long. We've never really had a, a long conversation like this because we have always just been on, you know, shows. Like on a show together tough, and like you know, one of us is hosting or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's tough to talk when you're on shows, yeah. or, you know, in, in the back for, you know, you get a couple minutes here and there. But I loved hanging out with you and I'm really, really sorry that this situation happened and i'm really really sorry that some people that you thought would step up did not step up it's okay it's you know it's just is it's something that is i guess it's good that it happened now so i can sure. learn from it i should have my pepper spray on me at all times i shouldn't mm. be like oh i'm at the bar i don't need to have it like yeah. in my pocket um, right but also that's like a really easy thing to say, but like, I don't know that I would have used it. Like I, the idea of like actually yeah. inflicting harm on someone is not great to me. Well, as um, we talked, your bubble is your space. That arm length yeah. is, if someone encroaches that, you're entitled to at least to start say, please, I can hear you from this arm length away. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in my grill. And then from there, if they step to you and are threatening you, like I said, rip that knee. Okay. Well, now I know that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I, even if I had like had it in my pocket, like my dad was talking to me about it afterwards. Um, and he, my dad, 
he was like, you should quit comedy. He was like, you shouldn't do comedy anymore. These people are terrible. My baby, please, no. He's like, I, it's, this is not the first time that like someone has happened at an open mic. Yeah. Um, I've had dudes like, one guy like heckled me while I was hosting. Like he asked to go up early and I let him. And then he said, that's all for me, like towards the end of his set. And so I jumped up and started clapping because yeah. I was just like in in host mode and when i used to host i hosted uh, host the muya open mic in downtown boston um now closed but uh when i would host uh certain days it was like there'd be like 30 people on the list yeah, and it's just like it you got gotta deep. fucking just like get through it yeah. um and i'm like writing jokes to respond to what the people are saying exactly. the whole time so i can try and like keep moving um so he said that's all for me and then he paused and I started to clap and everyone else did too. And then he was like, I'm not done. What? what? And I In was. In what world? How does that not mean you're done? That's I, all from me. That little, yeah. That's all, folks. Right. Like, that's and the I was famous like, sign off. I was like, oh, um, okay. And so then I, I sat back down. Um, and then he just like yelled at me for like his remaining time. <laughs> and then I had to like go up and get him off the stage he wouldn't get off the stage of course he oh my god um and then he would like heckle me from the back anytime i got up to like introduce the next person and i literally was like bro i'm just trying to read names off of a list like what do you want from me go to your audition that you said you had that you needed to go up early for um and then he asked me to go get a drink with him like he shouted from the back oh, Jesus. Um, and then i was like no no i will not go get a drink with you um and then no, it was yeah. so weird and i didn't know what to do for the room so i did a headstand sure because i just was to like make it i was like this is right. what i would do to get my parents to stop fighting and then i did a headstand on the fucking muya floor which is disgusting oh. um and then the rest of the mic was terrible for me um of course it was but it was better for i mean like it wasn't great for anyone else either like it was pretty much but the headstand when a dude like ruined like you know he stayed for like a, a solid portion of the comics and like yelled at me why um, you, that's crazy i have somewhere to be i'm gonna ask to go up early and then i feel so slighted that i'm just gonna also i like if anything it was like 30 seconds before he was supposed to get off like it's just weird um so there was that i've had i've had dudes like like one time uh a guy like like i, I made him get off stage early because he said something fucked up and yeah. like i was really Men would say like really, really foul things. Um, it's your room too. If you don't want somebody up there, you can light them. I can, I can. But like, I wasn't, I wasn't like too much of a, of a, of, of like a. You know, I let some shit. The queen fl- rules with an iron fist. You know, it's an open mic, and if they say something that's like fucked up, I'm gonna probably give them shit for it when yeah. I go to bring the next person up. But the line um, for you to actually yank them is pretty. It's pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. Um, this guy said something. Um, and I, I was like, that's it. We're done. Like, just we're, let's fucking, we're done. We're done, dude. Um, and he like, uh, he like tried to like explain the joke to me after the mic and he kept like cornering me so I couldn't leave. Um, well, I'm like trying to like carry the speaker away and I'm like stuck in a corner in this basement and I'm like, bro, I don't want to talk to you. This is like, it's also, it's not my job. Like I don't get paid. I didn't get paid to run that open mic. You didn't get paid to run no, that No, I, I should have gotten paid to run the open mic. Everyone gets paid to run their open mic. I what never, f- I hosted that open mic for like a year and a half and I never got paid. Why? Um, 
Oh, wow. I I'm know. amazed that they didn't pay you. Did they give you a meal or anything? I could drink for, I could get a drink for free, but I am sober. So they were fountain drinks. Um, you know, but like whatever. The goodness in your heart to just run a, mu- a I mic love for that. a year and a I half. I love that. That mic, that's room is where I started doing comedy and I love mm. it even though it's fucked up and terrible things have happened to me there. Um, <laughs> so that happened and then one time like a guy like, he had this shirt on that said uh, consent and chill and he went up and he was doing his set and he was like, yeah, uh, this joke, this, this this shirt is a joke oh, because I'm a rapist. Oh, and I was like, all right, so we're done with your set now. Yeah, um, and he was like, what? I just got up here. And I was like, yeah, but we can't just say that we're rapists. Like we have to have one one line and it's that you can't say I'm a rapist um and then he was like yeah well I saw Mary on tinder and I was like that's true you did super like me on tinder I don't know, I don't know what that has to do with fucking anything but whatever man oh fucking yeah. hell and then yes. once I'm another guy what a comeback for that one are I, they still in the scene the super liker I don't know I'm sure somewhere, but oh, just like was, not. Oh, God. I was hoping you would have been like, yeah, it was Logan O'Brien. <laughs> no. no Logan O'Brien does not have the balls to say that to me. Come on. Oh, he's a sweetheart, oh. too. He was the second episode. I say that in, oh, okay. in loving jest. <laughs> um, he was, yeah, he was the second episode before I even knew what the fuck I was doing. And I was like, Aww. do you want to come over for I'll a come to my house and I'll talk to you. Do you want to just hang, hang out for like an hour? I'll make you some food. And he was like, yeah, dude, of course. Oh, so I, Logan, I saw a big soft spot for Logan right. but anyway. good because it was Logan O'Brien um no nah, but and there's another guy who fucking oh yeah he like this is one of my prouder ones is he he had been pretty consistently weird to me for some time in that he just like clearly thought I was hot um and I you know didn't, did not reciprocate I just like didn't want to be told that I was hot randomly like sure. I didn't even know him like I, don't, very... I didn't even know him um and he uh, he came to a show one night and uh, he was a comic. Oh, oh okay. So like he came to a, a Muya show one night oh, okay. and I hosted and I did everything and he came up to me after and he was like, Mary, you looked really beautiful tonight. And I was like, I was also very funny. Like just, just say I was funny. Like don't talk about, I don't want to hear. I was like, don't say that to me. And he was like, why can't I say that? And I was like, because I don't want to fucking know what you think. Like, I don't yeah. want to know. And he DM'd me on Instagram later that night. And he was like, as a boy, I can hide from what I did. But as a man, I have to take responsibility. <sighs> and that was it. Wow. Um, I had no and, idea Logan O'Brien was a poet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loves Charles Bukowski. Um, and then, you know, like... I saw him around after that. I didn't like ban him from the mic or anything, which I would have been, you know, it would have maybe been my right to do. Yeah, absolutely. But he came to the open mic again and he got up and he was doing his set. Um, It's crazy he came again also. He came like multiple, like this is like multiple times afterwards. I'm a professional. I didn't let it, I didn't let it get to me. Um, And he, I said that sarcastically, I feel like, because it's just audio. People aren't going to have seen my facial expression. They're going to think that I really said that. I don't want anyone to think that I was serious. I also, though, I was listening and was like, you are a professional. Like, that's, that's, Thank you. That's, I am, that's but I don't want to seem like pompous. Um, but I... <laughs> you did not at all. It's I seem like such a douche. Anyway, um, so he's doing his set. He says something about how he lives with his mom. Um, 
this is not a dunk on him. This is, it comes back later. Yeah. And then he, he starts talking about jerking off, which like, whatever, everyone sure. has a jerking off joke. Um, and he's looks at me and he's like, yeah, you know, later tonight I'm going to jerk off thinking about Mary. Mm. And I was just like, that's not- cool. Like, let's <laughs> cool, cool of you to say to me in the basement. Um, into like, a microphone in front of people. Yeah, like that's just just again. It's that's the like it's embarrassing of, for me. I'm not. Yep. I'm not there as like the girl. Like I'm. I'm running the fucking open mic. You're professional. I'm doing my shit. So I get up afterward, and I was like, Rob, <laughs> you have a mom, and it went good. And then he started like trying to talk to me more like like i can't remember what the next part was but it was not i was like you have a mom and he was like yeah you want to meet her and i was like no (laughs) no i don't uh and he was like it's okay we'll talk later and i was like that makes me feel unsafe (laughs) and then i was just like our next comic going to the stage um god damn so yeah there's been a handful yeah there's been like a bunch that it happens it's whatever god you are a strong hardworking comedian then to continue to plow through and i'm sure unfortunately i'm sure that there are thousands of you know women in comedy with similar stories yeah um and i'm just real bummed that i wasn't there to beat that guy up at the model (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm just bummed that you know you're such a kind and sweet person and that you Thank were you. put what into this situation. What if I'm not? Situation. What if I'm fucking evil, Danny? We just um, talked for an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. So okay. I know that, I mean, and from our conversations before, though, I know you're not an evil person. I know you might be a little sarcastic. I know you might have a silver tongue when you tell jokes at somebody. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We'll have to talk about this later. A grin. I feel just a nice little like, how are you saying? Like a little sassy, like, you know. Oh, my God. You're not the first person who's called me sassy. And I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I think I feel. But thank you. I'm going more with like a confident sassy instead of like bitchy sassy. Okay. It's just a confident, just an, you know, like how, again, you're like, oh, you have a mom. Like, you know, like you're throwing it back, you know, like. You know, Thank you. it's all an act. I was very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I'm cool. just to sum it up. Though, I'm very happy that you came over. I'm glad that we got to hang out on the bag for a little bit. I'm glad I got to make you a meal. Thank you. And you to made not, a great mac and cheese. I'm glad my mother wrote it down perfectly. What's your mom's name? <laughs> Susan. Cool. Shout out, mom. Love you. Um, you. She's the best. I will. T- I will scream that from the rooftops. I know that you I really seem like a guy who's super into his mom. Well, also the way like you're super tight with your dad. I'm super tight with my mom, and okay. you know my dad and I are better now. But like for you know yeah, that was fair. my my mom was my like ah. was your guy. Yeah, yeah. My mom was my homie. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. to close on a happy one, to get away from the sadness. This is the one we end on every time. No societal or legal consequences. What animal would you want to try and eat? Ooh. Oh, man. 
I love how you're like, let's end on a happy one, and it's <laughs> that I eat something. That's oh, it's alive. food related. Um, no, you're not eating them alive. Okay, wait, no societal consequences. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Wait, did you think you're, I was saying you're going to eat an animal alive? No, 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 no. Oh. no but you're. <laughs> so I'm allergic to shrimp. I became allergic to shrimp when I was like 18, mm. and I can't eat it anymore. But I used to not be allergic to it, and I love shrimp. I would eat shrimp. I would eat lobster. There you go. That is the most reasonable answer that someone has had so far because normally people as myself we go to the exotic animals you know like or a monkey like, or like a horse yeah, or, or like dog you know a couple people have said human ew uh, i mean are you not curious about what a person tastes like yeah come on i feel like honestly i feel like i really like chicken and mm. i really like steak and that's enough for me <laughs> i don't need more <laughs> The shrimp, though, that's so smart. I haven't had, nobody has been like, well, I became allergic to this. I used to love it. Yeah. So I would love to go back to that. And that sucks because I, you know, I make a pretty okay shrimp scampi. Oh, man. Shrimp scampi so good. It's the best. I miss shrimp so fucking bad. I just butter pasta and shrimp pretty much. Yeah, and that's I know. a great. It's delicious. That's Ugh. a great one. Not for me, though. Not for you, except in this dream, in this world, dream world where yeah. you get to eat shrimp and I get to eat giraffe. Oh, that's my pick. Yeah. Okay. Every time. I wonder if the like. Never mind. It's gonna be like I wonder if if the like meat is spotted, but that wouldn't make any sense. Why would that be correct? You are not the first person who has said that, and this is a lovely way to end it. <laughs> awesome. Mary Spadaro, thank you so much for coming to hang out. Do you have any fun shows coming up? Um, I'm I'm on some stuff this weekend at some places. That this is I, coming out tomorrow. Oh, so I've got a fucking I've got a house show at my house. Oh, this is coming out. Uh, oh yeah, this yeah. is coming out tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Oh, I have a house show at my house in Alston. On I'm not going to say the address on That's Saturday, September 16th. <laughs> the headliner is Gary Peterson. It's going to be really fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. And what's your handle again? Insta? I'm going to put all Mary this in there. Mary S. Spadero. Mary S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Sick. Thank you so much for coming to hang out, pal. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. No problem, dude. All righty. Oh, so cool. goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Bye.